Conversations powered by Just Talk and Lisa Listen. And Just Talk is a professional speaking and coaching company, executive coaching, life coaching. I am Jesse Farrell, speaker, author, coach, and podcaster. And you are? I am Lisa Bybee. I am success coach, VP of sales and marketing for Just Talk and Lisa Listen. Uh -huh. And podcaster thank you very much awesome 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 and we have a special guest in the studio today yes we do she's a very special guest and we're featuring dr boyd that is you lady that is me yes that is me dr victoria boyd dr victoria boyd but with, the with, flow man as long as you flow put the, man no no well, no well you could call flow me oh man i'm a flow man <laughs> well you could call me dr dance if you want to just dr. yes we could dr dance you wear so many hats and that's my license plate Fair, it is dr dance <laughs> my license plate says Dr. Dance. Would you yes. answer to doctor as well? Yes, I answered anything. I know, <laughs> see? But doctor's cool, so Dr. Boy, Dr. Victoria Boy, Dr. Dance, the Dance Meister, whatever, the she's, she's all the in the game. The, I was going to say the flun... Oh, Try it again. Oh my Philanthropreneur. God. Philanthropreneur. Thank you. Don't say it anytime. Say the P word. And doctor, what does that stand for? Philanthropreneur. Thank you so much. That will be Thank your you. system for today. You know, I, before we went on here in the green room, I was saying you were practicing. She was practicing was. all the way down here. And she gets on and she starts to think about it, doctor. She I, goes, the. <laughs> I got tripped up on my own tongue. Yeah, that's okay. Sheesh. We can all we can all go there. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, you just separate it. Philanthropeneur. It's philanthropy and entrepreneur. Philanthropeneur. Now see, it's I a was, flow. I was gonna say, oh, I, I like this. I had that in one of my segments. I want you to, but see, that's okay. You busted it out early. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all good. But ladies, let's. How about a bio? Let's let's let our our audience hear some of the power that this lady is packing. Okay, Dr. Victoria Boyd has had a diverse career as educator, nonprofit leader, and entrepreneur, which provided her with the foundation and expertise to be a dynamic dynamic trainer, speaker, and mentor. It was also this body of work that became the inspiration to launch The Philanthropreneur. Thank you. Nice. Look at her. Go, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa's like, I'm not stopping until I nail it. Uh, a philosophy and model which promotes integrating purpose into the business framework to have greater community impact. Absolutely. Well, truly welcome. Yes. Welcome, welcome to the show. Talk to us, if you will, about... That is just a very, very cool name. Obviously, a composite name between yes. two former words that we're familiar with. Give us a little bit of origin on how that came about. It really, um, being a former dancer, I used to have what is I call night visions. Um, some of my choreography. Like but, that. but are you ever really a former dancer? Aren't you a dancer that's just not hooking it up on a daily basis? You still a yeah, dancer? Yeah, I still. In fact, my husband and I will be out on the patio. See, once a dancer, always a dancer. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the you got all those neighbors out there with the binoculars. You know, I, I, I went to. The, I was sorry. I'm I'm digressing a bit, and I want to hear what you have to say. But I was taking golf lessons way back in the day when I thought I was an athlete, and this little short brother was really, really, really good golfer. And I asked him if he was going to come out and watch me that day. He said, no, no, I'm just going to look from the, the edge here with the Monopolis. <laughs> Monop what the hell are Monopolis? <laughs> he was trying to say binoculars. binoculars. Oh, so my All your neighbors are going to be watching your hubby out there with the Monopolis. Well, if interest, I mean, you know, we're seniors, but uh, the last cruise we went on, you know okay. how they have the lounges and the live bands right. and stuff. We've got to be famous in one of those lounges because nice. they the band was playing a lot of uh 
uh, nice dance music, but then one night they asked, well, where are you guys from? And we said Motown, Detroit, blah, blah. And they started playing all Motown tunes. It was game on. And it. it just took us out of our... Maybe you can teach us a thing or two. literally, when we would start dancing, the floor would clear. Right. And everyone would sit down, and they would watch us, and then they could start asking, wow. what music do you want next? What music... I said, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dance anymore. And literally, Water. people Water. were sending us drinks. When are you going to get back up again? You're the entertainment. No, we just on a cruise ourselves. That's <laughs> too funny. No, but we, we still love to dance. I mean, uh, I did, I taught dance in a performing arts high, high school for 28 years. Nice. And, and then was an arts consultant. And how did you slide from all of that artistic and creative? Well, obviously, it still you, is. you created a creative name yes. as well. But yeah. uh, being in choreography, if you think about it, it's a process. Oh, sure. I'm very process driven. And okay. so mm-hmm. I'm all about systems, operations and management nice. of the nonprofit uh, sector. Okay. And, and so I'm taking all of that what is my ingrained, what I do, I know how to put things together and I just sort of switched who I'm applying it to, which is now the shifted shifted the audience. I shifted the audience, but I'm still doing what I love to do. The whole creative part, the whole development. And that's how I got to the word, the philanthropeneur. I actually like the word. And now here's the the coolest thing about the word is only maybe three or seven people can actually (laughs) pronounce it. No, no, hear me out. No, hear me out on this, doctor. This is not, no, no, don't cry, baby, don't cry. Don't cry. Hear me out on this one. The coolest thing about that is it brings more recognition to the name because we're thinking about how to say it right. Yes. That's one yes. thing. Yes. And then when we blow it, we need you to come bail us out. Yes. And, so you get to hear it two and three and four times. And even if you look at my actual logo, yes, I spell it out for you. It, the logo, the first part, Philan, is dark. Look on the little car there. Look on this little car here. The first part is dark. Yeah, Philan is dark. And then entrepreneur. I mean, why don't you show that to the camera I so the show, camera can see what you I don't know if they can see it that tight, but I will show you the car. Yeah. You can sort of see, see the dark part. Yeah. But and it, what, what she's saying is she's teaching us the ABCs on how to pronounce the Philanthropreneur. There you yes. go. And that was all intention. I created nice. that logo because, I mean, just my aesthetics, I. I I do most of my logos and okay. things just because I have the vision. But the whole word, like I said, came to me almost like this night voice. I woke up. I was like, philanthropeneur. I said, that's who I am. That's the word what just I showed up in your space. You didn't like you didn't concoct no, I, I it. Didn't, it just showed up. I didn't. I knew I didn't like philanthropeneur. Yeah. And the, re, the background to that is I've been pushing nonprofits to be more entrepreneurial okay. to have an entrepreneurial mindset okay. and so i didn't want to just say philanthropy that's not what you're about you're you're a business okay and so you must have an entrepreneurial mindset mm-hmm. so in order to talk about so what is a nonprofit? because i don't like the word nonprofit. they are not non-profits they have to make a profit but philanthropeneur is the foundation of what they should be nice and so nice. it came to me on february 22nd 2013 look i know at the you. exact look at, date she knows the birth date, <laughs> date. Right. i wrote a blog <laughs> on the term philanthropeneur and what it means to me i want mm. to i want to check that blog out i'll yeah. bet it's still around yes it is it's on my blog it's on the dr victoria uh, it might even be on the but it is still you, up you're just gonna wait for the brother to stumble on you're not gonna hook a brother up and like just send him the you link you know or? i send you everything <laughs> okay excuse me i'm trying to roll well, the we send you the... everything in return yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello uh, yeah. we take care of you i'll scratch <laughs> your back that's you scratch right, ours that's right. yeah and but so it, it birthed right then i like the fact that it was an epiphany I, I mean it didn't have to be but the fact that it is is even i think very cool much more cool because it also 
speaks to your sense of creativity. You allow things to flow in. You're open to it. Mm -hmm. You're aware. And you don't have to, you know, sit around and hammer and manifest things with a big hammer. You can just be still and hear mm -hmm. what comes to you, right? Yeah, and then I, then I, I went out and researched, is anybody else using it? And right. everyone else had the O in it, philanthropreneur, which was emphasizing the philanthropic part of it. And I wanted to emphasize the entrepreneurial part of it. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. why it's the predominant or or what I call the uh, primary part of the word. Okay. Yes, I've broken into primary, secondary, all this. Right, right, right. <laughs> Teacher me. Right. But um, it, it, it just evolved. And then from that point on, I started creating the model of what it really meant, where we have a congruence of interest. We have meaningful marketing. We have impact investing. All of those are a part of what the philanthropeneur means. Uh, several months after that, I launched my radio show, Five months after that, I launched the journal, and then one year after that, actually, anniversary this past Monday, September 14th, one year for the foundation. Nice, nice. So, Congratulations for yeah, that. Round yeah, of applause for that. That's good. <laughs> so what is your why for all of this, Victoria? My why is seeing other organizations succeed, those that have purpose, passion, and want to build community. And how do you do that? How does what you do serve others? Okay, so our mission is building capacity through education and professional services. The building capacity part, mm -hmm. we have a full training session first Tuesday of every month. We're at the Henderson Business Resource Center. Training, and, and what I've done, because I have taught at UNLV in the nonprofit uh, division uh, it, for community education for the last 10 years, nonprofit management. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably teach about... 60 to 70 percent of those classes over wow. there okay but i saw some gaps yes they have a curriculum and, and i know why they're teaching what they have to do they have you know their, their finances they have to stay within certain budget mm -hmm. but i saw the gaps and so what i teach i'm filling all those gaps some of the content i go much deeper into and my for a class might just touch on one topic to really dig deep into it also i ask my students what do you need Okay, that'll be the next class. You know, um, mm -hmm. starting January, though. That's interesting. So you actually turn in, so I know how that works mm -hmm. when you're an adjunct professor like that. You have to turn in your course curriculum mm -hmm. to typically the dean. So you turn that in. But at the end of the day, you actually have a bit of, sounds like, a shift on the fly kind of game where you do work off your syllabus that you create in mm -hmm. the course curriculum, but you interlace real-time, real-life stuff that, mm -hmm. that they need right now, yeah. not just theory, sounds yes. like. Well, just two weeks ago, I introduced a brand-new course that I presented, and they accepted. It's called Intro to Social Enterprise, and it was all the introduction of social enterprise for nonprofits, mm. which is a lead-in to the conference that we're giving here in October. So you did that because you wanted – there's some reason well, why you did yeah, that. Yeah, sure. the foundation of the philanthropeneur is social enterprise, Okay, whether you're entrepreneur on that side, a for-profit organization, you need to have some impact. Or if you want to show and demonstrate that you are a good company, you should show how you're having community impact. That's, an, that's more of an innovative style of teaching, don't you think? More yeah, real-time, you know, sort of laced in with the, with the rollout and the plan mm -hmm. and the curriculum, interlace real-time, real-life stuff yeah. that they need to know right now. Yeah, right. well, I, I follow a lot of trends. I do a lot of research, and trends are always changing. For example, right now we're in a we cycle, which is in terms of marketing, it's a marketing trend uh, for the conference. We're bringing mm -hmm. in Michael Drew, who wrote the book Pendulum, who talks about the we cycle. And where is which, that conference? It's it, here in Las Vegas, Sunset Station. 
um, October 26th through 28th. Uh, Registration is open just for a perk for any of your listeners. If they want to get a 30% discount, all they have to do is say just talk. What are you, Rain Man woman? Because <laughs> you remember all these facts and figures and dates and time. I need a list and more lists and lists on top of the list with three and four calendars, online and offline, and you're just rolling this off like it's no big deal. Because I, this is me. Because she you're lives the doctor. It and breathes it and dreams this, it. Because you are me. the doctor. This is my vision. This, the, the whole education component of that is what I live for. That's my core. Those are my core values. Very That's nice. what I went back to. I had to find myself again. We were talking about this earlier. How did you find yourself? Because I hated the jobs I had here. <laughs> now, this is important because our, our, audience, our audience needs to hear this. So you hated the jobs you had here. Yes. And there are people, all, our audience out there listening right now, mm-hmm. a good number of them that could be hating the job that they do mm-hmm. and putting up with it anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I say, you talk about that three-step ladder when it comes to making a, a livelihood. The first step mm-hmm. uh, that people step on oftentimes is job. Mm-hmm. And that acronym, as you may have heard, mm-hmm. just, just over broke. Yep. Okay. And that, it, but that's not entirely true. If you save all your money and don't spend any, you won't be broke, but you won't be living either. Yeah. And the second, no fun. Exactly. Yeah. No fun. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and the second level is uh, typically a career. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about this all the time. Have you ever seen anybody, what they look like after about a 25, 30 year career? Just look at me. No, that's not you. You broke broke free of those chains. Completely. But then the third step is what we call vocation, which comes from the Latin word vocare, which is to answer a calling. Mm -hmm. So the people that are out there that are sick and tired of being sick sick and and tired tired. Mm -hmm. of jobs that don't fit them, even if they're good at what they do, Mm -hmm. you talk to us about how you did it. How did you say, wait a minute, this is not working for me. Now you did what? Coincidence? I actually wrote a book on this, but okay. uh, um, I I retired from Michigan school teacher. Loved the career, but ended up moving out. What's here. the name of the book? The wealthy teacher answering okay. the question, "What's next?" Because nice. it was my journey of going, "What's next for me?" Because okay. I'm not satisfied right now. Okay, and it was it, it, in the whole era when they were laying off a whole myriad of teachers here, and I said, "I know they're." They're pulling their hair out, right. wondering what's going to happen to them next. And so I, I actually wrote the book, Here's What You Do Now. And what it's about. But you wrote the book, was it part of a cathartic process? Yes, it was, first? My, it was my release. I okay. was journaling. I was going through some tough times in sure. terms of family, mother, father, both passed sure. within a very short. And I started writing to release, to mm-hmm. get some thoughts. I discovered some things about myself in terms of just sitting there watching my parents. I'm like, oh my God. Right, but, uh, right. <laughs> but it um, it took me through the process. Okay, I'm telling them to go back to their core. What's my core? What am I doing? Right. Yeah. What am I core? And I realized that writing this book was me teaching again. Funny you should say that because oftentimes that stuff that we teach is the stuff we most need to learn for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes we'll be on a coaching session and oftentimes the thing that I'm helping that client with and whatever they're struggling with, I may be struggling with the same thing. I don't help them as though I'm trying to help myself, but I'm helping them because I'm really focused and concentrated mm-hmm. on them. And I'm writing some side notes on the side. <laughs> so I can, wait a minute, I need to take a yeah. look at this myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oftentimes the thing we yeah. need to learn the most is that what we're teaching. Yeah, it, and it took me totally through the process. And that's when I decided, you know, I need to do what I need to do. And that is to help other people, teach other people to take all of this knowledge that's in my head and to start sharing it, what, putting it out there. Okay, what would you tell someone that maybe uh, doesn't have natural abilities to be a teacher or learned abilities to be a teacher, who, who may be struggling with the exact same thing, being sick and tired of a, a job that they've had for 10, 15, 20 years, and they hate it and their lives are miserable because they live so much in that misery, 
but they don't have the teaching credentials or ability and or it's, even it's not character. about being a teacher or anything right that's why i wanted you, you, you to have speak to go to. back to who are you right what is your what do you value and and i, I call it this three steps uh, or three pillars of what you are okay your values your worth and your mindset I love that. I love that. You know, no, that because what that we haven't had this conversation, but I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. What we, what we do is we we have this thing that we call what matters most mm-hmm. to answer the question that I'm asking you, which you mm-hmm. just so eloquently answered. We got it from a gentleman by the name of of Hiram Smith, who wrote a book called What Matters Most. Mm-hmm. But inside of the book was brilliant, all of his intel, but there was not a system to help you do what he's telling yep. you to do, so it would be easy for you to do yep. it. So we designed a system called a What Matters Most Portfolio. Yeah, okay. And what that's about is to answer these questions mm-hmm. like we're talking about here. And it's very similar to what you just said. The, the three components in this is that what are your values, mm-hmm. like you just said? What are the roles that you're playing? Are you playing the role of father, husband, business owner? <laughs> yeah, what are the roles mm-hmm. that you're playing and friendships, uh, you know, di- different roles that you're playing? Are those roles in alignment with your value system? Or not mindset exactly. So based on a five uh, five star rating system, you go through and you list your values and you rate them. How well are you doing? Mm-hmm. And how important is it to you? Those mm-hmm. two different numbers on a five star rating system. You sort that all out and do the same thing for the roles. Then you take a look at the distribution of what you really because you can tell line by line mm-hmm. what you value. Yep. Then you get clarity in the brain to your point. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, you have someone in the chat. I do. I have a question for you in the chat okay. room. It is, what are the common problems facing charities in Las Vegas today? In Las Vegas and across the nation, there are three major challenges that have been documented by uh, the, the National Statistics on Charities and through GuideStar. Uh, number one is funding. Mm-hmm. Number two is leadership adaptability, which is not so much just the leadership, but their ability to change and go through the change process. And then... Uh, surprisingly enough, the third one is marketing. They just don't do enough in the marketing. Nice. And all of them are really intersected or intertwined because you most have challenges with funding because they haven't set up their systems and operations and they haven't done enough marketing and they don't have the leadership that will be progressive enough to make changes and get out of what I call the old charity think or poverty mindset. Old school stuff. Yeah, old school stuff. Very interesting. And, and, not surprising, but uh, I'm from the Midwest. This demographic here in Southern Nevada is about 30 years behind the rest of the country in terms of... Shh, don't tell them that. Okay, I'm sorry. In case they're listening. No, 30 (laughs) years behind? Yes, in in, in strategies. Why so? Why do you believe that is? It's not so much who they are. It's just the nature of how the city became uh, and was birthed uh, or became more of a metropolitan uh, city, the strip. Interesting that you would Comes, even say that because yeah. Lisa was talking to me on the way in and she was saying she was going to ask him just as a reminder, how would one who wanted to get started with a nonprofit, how would they actually do that? Call me. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, right, 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 <laughs> and right. what's the number for that? Uh, 702-577-7369. Again? 702-577-7369. Or just email CEO at drvictoriaboy.com. So that was a really smart answer. Instead of her answering the question and giving it all up, <laughs> girlfriend left a cliffhanger. <laughs> Call me. That's I mean, right. I, mean, I, I, I ask, I don't let everyone that comes to me start a nonprofit 
because sometimes they come to me for the wrong reason. Sure. You have uh, to figure that out. First of all, I teach it, and, and one of the classes I teach is should I or shouldn't I? Mm. And many times I tell them you shouldn't because you're going in it thinking you're creating a job for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's not why you go in and create a nonprofit. It's hard, hard work. Yes. Um, and you have to have that passion and mm-hmm. purpose to stick Driving with you. it. Um, and if you don't have your why, like you asked me earlier, and that passion, you're not going to convince anybody else of it. You're talking about your why and passion. Is that really synonymous with purpose? It Discovering is. your purpose? Yes. yes. And uh, didn't you have some thoughts about that too, Lisa, you want to share with about purpose and... What the best value is when you discover what your purpose is. Well, the best value is you, you now have a roadmap. Uh, you, if you know what your purpose is, you can make incremental steps. You can create goals for yourself. When you know what your purpose and you say you're going to be true to your purpose. Authentic. Authentic. Everything else is going to be easy for you because it's not going to be a job anymore. It's not going to be a struggle, a challenge. You're going to be doing something you love to do. And you're going to do whatever it takes to do it. And mm-hmm. you say that's going to be easy for you. That I don't want the audience to misconstrue no, that. No. That's not to say that you're not going to be faced with hard work. Right. But it's going to be, to your point, it's going to be easy unless there's because no conflict there. Right. There you it. go. You have to love yes. it. It's and not you'll, easy. You'll just keep giving more because you love what you're doing. People who stay with jobs and things that, you know, when they say, oh, I love my job. Or, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you go, oh, I got to go to work, uh, you know, it's not so that. much for me. And, and I feel like I'm living my purpose. Do you feel like you're living your purpose? Now, yeah. And I know that you're living yeah. your purpose, Dr. Boyd. So so I, I think it's more for me. And I want the two of you to weigh in on this as, yes, it's, it's so gratifying mm-hmm. to have discovered the purpose. But more importantly, I like seeing what me practicing my purpose does for others. Well, see, that's what my whole core is. If you, if you read some more of my bio or some of the things I write, our, my core or what I love is to s- help others reach their full potential. There you go. Mm-hmm. How, and and, and you like do that, that through this these programs and processes that training, you Training, all the different training that I do. I am Just name a few if you would. Okay. Uh, like uh, come October, we're going to be doing whole nonprofit budgets. In November, we're doing crowdfunding strategy okay. for that. But also as one-on-one uh, consultant or coach underneath the uh, foundation now. It's called professional services. If you come to us and say what you need, then through a, a, a process, then you'll get me helping you either change things, create things, get over challenges. But that's the model right now. Eventually, those service professional services will be outsourced because I'm looking at my exit plan, my succession. Look at you. Mm. Do you sleep, girl? Do you sleep? No, no we had that yeah, talk okay. in the green no. room too. I, I've been up since two thirty. You look today. really good for someone who's been up for two thirty. Yeah, <laughs> right? Okay. I, well, that's why we have the red drink. You know, we need some of that red drink. Whatever's in it, we're not telling. But we need some of that red drink afterwards. Vitamin B twelve. That's what it we is. We know where you live. We'll stop by. We'll bust in and get the red drink. And I buy it by the big yeah. display case. Okay. Very no, good. No, it's it. You you are just driven, and, and I'll use that word. Well, You're I like driven. the fact that it sounds like there's a lot of overlap in what you do for others and what we do for others. Mm-hmm. Tell people, if you will, where they can find you. Well, I'm uh, online. Website, uh, website. I'm on Facebook, and it's either Dr. Victoria Boyd. It's The Philanthropeneur on Facebook. Um, the You can look at the philanthropy, not the, but philanthropeneurfoundation.org. Dr. Boyd. Yes. Tell them. There. 
<laughs> you can find me all over social media but Facebook is the easiest way because there you can sign up uh, and that would be facebook.com slash philanthropreneur there's the website www.thephilanthropreneur.com or Twitter Twitter is philanthropreneur without the R on the end okay, at fair the enough. end okay. Google Plus is philanthropreneur again we're on uh, all of those sites plus uh with the, I have blogs, the radio show, it's blogtalkradio.com slash philanthropreneur. So if basically, if you Google philanthropreneur, all of my sites will Thank come up. Thank you for that, because I there was about go. ready to say, you're going to make these people rewind and rewind, because that is <laughs> no. a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to be all over the place. Just So just Google philanthropreneur, that's P-H-I-L-A-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. And she can spell it too. I Give her a round now. of applause for that. <laughs> I can't now after today. Right, 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 right. Right. So, Lisa, do you want to tell them where they can find us? Uh, thank uh, you for that, uh, Doctor Boyd. Do you, do you want to tell sure. them? Okay. Absolutely. iTunes, Apple TV, Roku TV, Stitcher, Google TV, YouTube, <laughs> RSS feed, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and last but certainly not least, the Vegas Video Network. Yeah. With Scott Whitney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Very good. And what we do is, again, very similar. What we It's not really a slogan or a tagline. It's really a, a deep belief based on our, our what we believe is our, we know is our vision and our mission. And as at Just Talk and Lisa Listen, we empower, inspire others to live their highest vision. For Just Talk is the base company and Lisa Listen is a division branched off to specialize on empowering women. <laughs> So that's really, really cool. Have a lot of fun with that, don't you think? Oh, always. Okay. So let's b- back to the program here. I have something from you, uh, this impact. Talk to me about this. I want, I'm going to hold this oh, up and let yes. the audience see. Tell us about that. Absolutely. That's our signature event. It's a co- three-day conference, Impact Learning 2015. Okay. We are going to have some dynamic speakers. Michael Drew, who wrote the book Pendulum. Kellen Kossman, who is a partner at Advise Media Group okay. here in Las Vegas. Gene Block, who wrote the book Nonprofit Guide to Social Enterprise. Patrick Hibbert from Florida, who right. is a senior consultant and a specialist in social enterprise. And moi. Nice. We'll, 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 <laughs> you put all this together? Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll be presenting three days. The first day is all marketing, impact marketing, it's okay. called. I actually have people registered from Bogota, Colombia coming to this conference very cool whoa but anyway very uh, cool. and then, are they straight are they they legal they straight up i yeah. have no idea I i'm just checking I they took, paid I'm their not. way do we care <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah and the second two days it's called roadmap to sustainability it's learning how to write a business plan social enterprise for nonprofits. it's going to be a dynamite three days october 26th through 28th sunset station Hurry, register, and get your rooms now because they will, the discount closes September 25th. Uh, like I said, just that's mentioned next, Just Talk. That's next Friday. She, yes, yes. You're saying just mentioned Just Talk? Mention Just Talk, and I will give you a 30% discount. Well, that's huge. Listen. Huge. Well, okay. If you, Am I if, talk if, liver? If, no, if you mention <laughs> conversations. There you go. That covers it all. There you go. You know, that's really good. You know, and we only have a couple minutes left, so thank you for all that, for helping our audience know where they can get 
get in touch with you and get more information. Can I give you one more website? Yes. PF, that's for Philanthropy Foundation, pfimpactlearning.info. They'll get all of the information for the conference. Very, very good. pfimpactlearning.info. Very, very good. That's good. So, nice. So in, in just the two minutes that we have left, just do you, I mean, it, it, I don't know if you can give it to us really quickly. If not, we'll, we'll change it. Is there a success story that you can share about someone that you have taken through your process? Uh, you don't have to name the name, but yes. someone that started with this and now they're over here, something great. Well, I'm, I'm really proud of Salsa Hub. I don't know if you heard about them. No. Uh, there's a non, they're a nonprofit that I helped, Larry Sanchez and his wife, Cindy. Uh, I actually worked with him originally for his for-profit business okay. but then he wanted he loves salsa okay. dancing okay uh, and so we formed this nonprofit. he is now the featured salsa tent at first friday he's okay. been there since september he now does salsa under the stars at tivoli village uh Ooh. in fact it's coming up this weekend september 26 uh, 7 to 10 just straight salsa dancing dance floor so you, live you got larry tightened up i got let's him. give larry a round of applause <laughs> for doing his thing and you for helping him well, that's very, very good. I love. I mean, people love success stories. Mm-hmm. They love. To, I mean, you talk about. Well, what hold you up do. the little car too. Oh, that, you hold the car that's, again. Yeah, that's one of my clients. It's toys for smiles, and I'm telling them that this is just an advertisement that's going on. Yeah, we're gonna have to start charging for it's, this. It's marketing because <laughs> that is one of the cli- that I've said they've been giving those toys away. I said no, sell them. Oh, nice. Because people like me can use them wow wow very cool no very very good i love how you help people i really do and it just sparks in my mind i'm listening to you and i'm thinking at the same time about will edwards Mm -hmm. who's also a monthly regular here on our podcast and he will be here next week absolutely and And you guys have something new to roll out conversation it's actually cocktails and conversations Mm -hmm. it's a live event that's going to be coming this winter and we're putting together the final details but will and i are going to start playing around with that and airing so people get a taste of what that's going to look like, cocktails and conversations. Live yeah. at a live event. All right. And I have them. a new project, too. Can I mention it? You can. you got about 10 seconds. Okay. The Philanthropist Campus Center. It will be a nonprofit center for co-working space that will have a library, a coffee shop, all of the amenities they'll need, share supplies and um, copying, all of that. But it will be a place for them to call home. i, I got one thing for you. Thank you for adding that. Get some sleep, girl, with all the stuff that you're doing. <laughs> because after, after all, day, you're leaving me feeling like anxious, and I'm not even doing all the work. <laughs> so, Lisa, how, just talk to me about this, how she's leaving me feeling campaign. Well, at the end of the day, it truly is all about how you leave them feeling. <laughs>